Hey, so as we continue to consider the different dimensions of love uh, through the lens or the vantage point of Luke chapter 10, I really hope that you're beginning to see this beautiful and uh, rich composition. Um, movements, if you will, of all of these different characteristics of love coming together to create this beautiful symphony uh, of what I like to call even possibly what sounds like the soundtrack to the gospel, especially as we continue to listen to Jesus as he so eloquently describes what it means to be a good neighbor and love others well. Last week, Les had the opportunity to have a conversation with one of our good friends named Mark Adam, and they talked about what it means for love to be costly. Both of them shared um, different viewpoints from what it means for us to give our resources, and both considered the fact that one of the most important resources that we have to give others is our time. And uh, one of my favorite things that Mark brought up was this, is this beautiful statement about historical Christianity. And he says this, he says that um, costly love by image bearers of God is a consistent practice, um, a discipline or a, a rhythm, if you will. Uh, it is love that values people intrinsically as image bearers of God and refuses, refuses to see anyone else as disposable or unworthy of love or redemption. He goes on to say that this kind of love speaks loudly. Uh, this kind of love, when it is shown, um, is observable, and it is the epitome of generosity. In fact, it's rooted in the very love that we talked about this past Sunday in John three sixteen. the very fact that God so loved the world he gave, right? And so in our continued formation as image bearers, you know, in what ways will we continue to be shaped in ways of generosity? And in what ways will we be moved uh, to participate in costly love and to give and to sacrifice? Mark would go on to say this. He would say that it's this costly love that helps us clarify what we're willing to put first. This week, Brian Shepard, while he was fishing, uh, talks about how love is often inopportune. In fact, sometimes he will say that love is not a convenient task or discipline and that it can be quite messy and maybe at times even rather frustrating. In fact, um, sometimes things happen that are simply inopportune. And matter of fact, they often come in waves and they come to us by way of interruption. And matter of fact, we might simply describe them as interruptions. In fact, if we were just to pause and look at the life of Jesus, we would see that many of the stories that we have of Jesus are in fact interruptions. Um, there are times that he is on his way somewhere or he is in the process of teaching or doing something and something or someone interrupts him right in the middle of what he was doing. The Samaritan was on his way somewhere but he stops, he puts his life and his plans and his schedule on pause, and he goes above and beyond for a complete stranger on the other side of the road. He was inconvenienced, he was interrupted, but he chose to love when it was most difficult to do so. So it brings about this question. In our continued formation and shaping as image bearers of God, um, will we value others? Or in what ways 
Will we value others as image bearers of God? And will we, as image bearers, refuse, refuse to see anyone as disposable or unworthy of love? So, this week, today, maybe right now, how might we choose to love when our time and our plans are interrupted? Grace and peace unto you. We'll see you next time.